Hello everyone and welcome on Women Abroad, the podcast that invites young professional women to share their experience abroad and reveal the wonderful women behind these stories. My name is Françoise Fallis. I'm a certified executive intercultural and life coach and trainer. I've lived and worked as an expatriate for more than 12 years in Egypt, Morocco and Nigeria twice, and I currently live in Luxembourg. I meet young women who are studying or starting their careers abroad and hear from them about their discoveries, culture shock and the personal and professional challenges they face. What surprises, amuses, even fascinates them? How does their experience open up new perspectives and reveal new things about themselves? If you are curious about living and working internationally, this podcast will inspire you to consider new horizons. Women abroad, be inspired by women who find their true selves living abroad. For the 10th episode of Women Abroad, I'm pleased to host Camilla Osorio. As a young immigrant, Camilla left Colombia to first study and now work in Toronto, Canada. She is sharing what she has discovered about Canada so far, her perception of its people and the role women play in society. Immigrating is a learning process. It transcends boundaries and questions life choices beyond the limited time frame of studies or an expatriation mission. What is the value of building relationships when living abroad? Making friends does not mean the same everywhere. After a few years out of your native country, you sometimes come to realize how infinite possibilities and paths to grow as a person are. Living abroad, away from your usual codes, leaves you free to choose your own life. What does freedom mean for Camilla and how would she like to embrace it? Let's discover what she has to tell us about immigration in Canada. Let's now listen to her story abroad. Hello, Camilla. Hi. <laughs> Very pleased to meet you today and welcome on my podcast, Women Abroad. So your name is Camilla Osorio. Mm -hmm. I'm very pleased to host you today and thank you for accepting my invitation to share your international experience. You've now been living in Toronto, Canada for a few years by now, about five years. If I... That's correct. As a start, could you tell us what motivated you to go and study abroad and then why did you choose Canada? Uh Well, I chose Canada almost as a default option. Um, initially, I wanted to move to Europe, uh, but that did not work out because of the level of education that I had back home and all the requirements that I needed. So I ended up choosing Canada because it's a very safe country. And also it had, a, from what I've read before coming, a lot of opportunities in the field that I wanted to be on. Um, which is advertising. So I ended up moving. Well, first I came here to study English and then I decided to stay for college. Okay. And what was your first impression when you arrived in Canada? Do you remember? Um, yes, I remember vaguely. I remember uh, thinking that Toronto was a city very similar to New York. So like full of Well, I will say Manhattan. Manhattan, as 
full of feelings and a lot of people and always rushed. And I realized that um, it was not like that uh, at all, almost. It was the only part of the city that looked like full of buildings and full of people was downtown. And the rest was all, almost all residential except for a few streets. Um, so I remember that shocking me a little bit because I thought the city was bigger in the sense of like buildings and uh, stores and a bunch of people all the time. But it doesn't really feel like that in general. How does it feel in general? Then? Um, it, I think it depends where you go in the city. I think if you go um, far from downtown, I would say it's a little bit suburb, um, suburb life um but in downtown it does feel like at least pre-covid you will see all the people in suits and walking for work and then um restaurants a lot of restaurants and shops so i feel it's a mix of both things okay and what were your expectations when moving to canada that's a very good question because i don't remember my my expectations in the long term I did had like a five-year plan after like I'll go to school and then I'll graduate I'll find a job but that was it it wasn't like a long-term like I want to live here plan um and as you mentioned at the beginning I've been here for five years so my plan is kind of over <laughs> but I still want to be here for a, f a few more years to finish up um like my immigration process and see what else is there to discover because I feel I haven't seen other much other things outside of Toronto and given that Canada is such a big country I feel I still have a lot of things to see before I leave. And at least you have learned the language. You have yes. improved your level of English definitely. Definitely. Something that really helped me and it's something you don't really hear often was working on a customer service job so when I was back in school I work at a bakery and I feel that really helped me improve my English I feel that's where my English got much better even compared to to college I feel that's what really helped me because I was with people that were from here talking to customers and all those things that I feel really um, make me improve my speaking skills. Would you like to tell the audience what you actually studied and now what what you're doing as, as a work? Of course. So I went to school for um, advertising and marketing. It was a two-year program in one of the colleges here in Toronto. And then after I stayed in my field and I completed my internship and then I found a job, a full-time job in advertising. Where we still are at the moment. Yes, that's correct. Um, I still work in advertising. Um, it's been a fun ride. It's a very crazy, I would say crazy industry. There are a lot of agencies here in the city. There's a lot of people working in that industry. So it's been very interesting for me. How do you perceive Canadians from a professional point of view? I mean, working with them. What's their way of, of working? I will say something about Canadians, um, at least the Canadians that I've met, is that they they like to say things on a very nice way. 
even when there is like negative feedback, they will say it as it is as it is positive, which is a really funny way because in Colombia people tend to be very direct. They say things how they are. Um, uh, most people will say things to your face, but Canadians have a very different way of treating at least the negative part of things. Um, but and did you understand this message? Yes, at first. Mm, at the beginning, I remember not really understanding that it was supposed to be negative. Like I always <laughs> did as something good. At the beginning, I remember thinking that all feedback was good just because of the way they will say it. Um, but later on, um, I realized that it's just their way of saying things. Um, but overall, I've enjoyed a lot working with Canadians, at least in my industry. Um, a lot of them really like what they do and are very professional. So that's something that I enjoy because I feel it will, it will be very different working on this industry back home. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. And uh, what did you find difficult to adjust to when you arrived in Toronto in comparison with uh, culturally Colombia is a very different country. And how long did it take for you to feel really comfortable in the country? For me, I would say it was a very um, different experience from when you immigrate to a country. I feel that uh, personally, when I got here, I felt really good. I really enjoyed it. And then as the time went by, I started seeing the things that I didn't like so I feel that for a lot of people the opposite happens so they get here and they notice the things they don't like and then later on they get used to it until they kind of like it but for me it was the opposite I liked everything even the weather I wouldn't even complain about the snow I will look at it and I'll think oh my god this is beautiful so different from what I used to what I'm used to But then as the years went by, I started realizing like the things that are so different from my country and also thinking about the things I miss from Colombia. So it's been a different, a different experience. Mm. And, and what did you particularly miss from Colombia? Or oh, you are still missing maybe some time? I'm still missing the social life that you will have in Colombia, people there, as soon as they meet you, you're almost their friend. Um, people can be very, very welcoming. And here people take more time to actually build a connection with you, at least as an immigrant. I don't know if it's different for people that grew up here their whole life. But... Um, People will, for example, take a while to ask you to come to their place. Uh, whereas in Colombia, you meet someone and then a couple of days after, they're inviting you for a party in their place. Um, so I'll say that part, um, besides the food, is what I really miss the most. <laughs> Can't you find Colombian restaurants? Um, yes, but for some reason, they're all very far from downtown, at least like the authentic ones. So I haven't had the chance from for I haven't had the chance to go and eat a lot of, as much food, Colombian food as I would like to. But here and there, I've tried some. Yeah. Coming back to the idea of friendship, mm -hmm. maybe the idea of friends is 
does not have the same dis- definition in Colombia as it has in Canada, for instance. And maybe people don't have the same expectations. Yes, for me, it's really hard to tell what exactly will be um, that it makes that connection different uh, from here compared to Colombia. I, I don't exactly know what's missing from that connection here. Um, I think that it's something that every immigrant experience here in, at least in Toronto, because I've talked to my friends. Most of my friends are also from South America and they feel the same way. And then um, people that I've met um, also from other places can relate to that. That is, it's not this Canadians don't uh, interact the same way when it comes to friendship, at least with immigrants as in our countries. They don't open up the same way as as you would do in Colombia, for instance. Yeah, like, I don't get me wrong, they are very, very nice people. No, no. Um, I've met people that I, I can have conversations with and maybe, you know, go grab a beer, but it's not the same type of connection that you will build with someone back home. I understand, I understand. And so you felt welcomed by Canadians and in your college, what was then for newcomers? Um, in my college, I was lucky that there were a lot of immigrants in the program that I was. Um, I made a very good friend um, that later on became my roommate. And I also met other people from um, other other countries. So it was great to have both, like there will be Canadians and there will be um, immigrants. And it was nice to have that comparison because you will see that Canadians, at least uh, in my program, will stick together. So it was Canadians with Canadians, and then you'll see the, the group of immigrants with a couple of Canadians that were like, you know, they either grew in a small town, so they wanted to meet people from elsewhere, but it was mostly Canadians together and then immigrants on the other side. <laughs> and are there any attitudes or any actions you have noticed the Canadians appreciate from newcomers, which will facilitate integration? Um, that's a very tough question because I've never thought of it. Um, I feel that for me, it wasn't hard to like start talking to someone Canadian in like the previous jobs that I had or even in school. So I don't know if there would have been something that I could have done that was better to build a friendship. Um, but yeah, I, it's hard to answer that. that no, no problem. And if you had to compare the Canadian way of living to the Colombian way of living, what, what would you say? I'll say there are so many differences. Um, Canadians, so I think, let me think about it. Um, Canadians are very nice people, but they, some of them, stay to themselves a little bit too much whereas in Colombia people are not like that at all mostly in the coast of the country where it's very warm almost all year round people tend to be very very outgoing and 
you don't find people like that here. Well, you don't find Canadians being like that. So I'll say those are the two most differences. And then also that in South America in general, we like parties. We like to hang out all the time. We like the, the social aspect of it is very different. I'll say that the part that for me is the biggest difference between both cultures. The fact that us like to be with people and go out and party. And here people tend to be a little more, um, I don't know what's a good word to describe it. I'll say maybe more relaxed in that sense. Like they will have a couple of parties here and there, but it's, it's not really similar, the way of socializing. But you made, you made friends here in the end. Yes. Yes. I made, um, I made friends. Um, most of my friends are from South America. Um, my good friends that I actually met, most of them on my first year here. And I've also met friends from other countries and Canadians here and there. Um, but I will say as close friends, I don't have any anyone who is fully Canadian that was born here and grew up here their whole life. Mm. And Canada is a huge country and not all provinces are alike. And have you had the opportunity so far to visit other other places in Canada? Uh, yes, I was lucky enough that last year um, I was able to travel to Alberta, which is a, a province on the west side of the country. And um, there is a province with a lot of nature. So two of the biggest and most nicest national parks of the country are located in that province. So it's uh, Banff and Jasper. And it was so beautiful and so nice because Ontario, uh, where Toronto is, is very flat. There are not lit there are not a lot of mountains or like mountain landscapes that you can see but in that province is completely the opposite and you see a lot of beautiful lakes and mountains and it was so nice uh, I wasn't I didn't have the opportunity to be in the city um, the closest city to that is Calgary I, I didn't have the opportunity to be there long to see the difference between Calgary and Toronto uh, but it was a beautiful a beautiful province to see And I think that everyone coming to Canada should go and check that. Um, at least visit it once in their lifetime. It's really, really pretty. And then I also had the opportunity to go to Montreal a few times. I mostly went with people that were visiting me. So like my parents and a friend that came to visit me from high school. Um, and it was great. I like Montreal as a city. I think it's fun to be there. But um, it's also very different from Toronto, as they speak mostly French. Now, talking about women, how do you perceive the roles of the women, the roles they play in Canada, if you had to compare with the roles they play or are expected to play in Colombia? Well, I, I really like this topic because I feel that that's something that completely changed my perspective, the fact of immigrating here and seeing that women live such a different life compared to what you're used, what I was used to back home. Um, so 
for example, I think that in Colombia, as is a, a mostly Catholic country, um, women still are expected um, to be the person that takes care of everything in the house and takes care of the kids. And thankfully, that is changing. Um, but it's still in older generations, it's still very much so they take care of the cleaning, um, they take of the groceries, um, they take care of the kids. And in Canada, at least from what I've seen, it's very different. Um, couples tend to be more equal in terms of their responsibilities for the house. Um, there is not that thought that I feel that is still very present in Colombia that men are more valued than women. I feel here also because of the diversity is a little bit more equal. Um, there are still there are still things in Colombia that could improve for women. Like there are a lot of expectations. So you're expected to by 28 you're expected to be married. But here it's not like that. People take people take their own well, women take their time of making their own decisions in terms of everything. Jobs, um, sexuality, if they want kids or not. And in Colombia it's very much like all one path. It feels like at least it felt like that when I was growing up. And here is completely the opposite, and it's something that has helped me see that there's there are other ways of living compared to what I grew up thinking. And I don't feel that in Colombia it's because women agree with those views necessarily, but it's something that is very internalized. That because you grew up thinking that, there is not really a space uh, in time for you to stop and say, okay, is this what what I want is this what I really believe in so I think that immigrating did give me that opportunity to think about other ways of living and things that I would like to do with my life and not things that got like almost imposed to me when I was growing up mm, very interesting and um, how has living abroad shaped who you are today <laughs> um <laughs> I think that something that definitely happened when I moved, although it didn't happen as soon as I immigrated, it took a while to, I would say, surface, was the fact that I, I realized that my, the possibilities of how I wanted to live my life were much bigger from what I grew up thinking. Um, so in Colombia, there is this very usual path that people take as soon as they graduate high school she's like going to school then most likely getting a master's either there or abroad and then going back and work and I always in high school I always thought that was the way that people live their life not only in Colombia but elsewhere and moving here made me realize that the possibilities are almost endless to what I want to do with my life and that could be both like interesting and exciting and at the same time terrifying because you can tell that you are the only one that can choose and you can choose whatever you want. So 
So it gives you also a lot of responsibility, but it's also exciting because it's completely up to, up to you. And because there is no, not a specific way of what you want to do with your life and how to do it, you can create your own. You don't have to follow anyone else's. It's it's so exciting, but frightening in the meantime. Freedom also goes with responsibility, as you said. Correct. <laughs> and and uh, and sometimes being out of one's native country uh, may give you the sense of particular freedom you did not realize before, and it's what you're experiencing too. How have you embraced this new freedom? To be honest with you, it's been a process for me because I feel that as soon as my I completed my five-year plan, I almost entered like a very anxious period of my life because I didn't know what was next. It was hard to me to realize and it has taken me a lot of work to to learn that there is, first of all, there is no rush on me deciding what to do with the rest of my life just because my my plan is up and then also realize that there is that is completely up to me as I was saying earlier so I first the way of me embracing that process to your question is learning as much about myself as I can so learning what I like to do with my free time learning more about myself in the sense of what I like about the place I live in and if I see myself living somewhere else. Learning what are my best qualities so I can find a job that suits me better. And I'll say learning as much as I can of who I am right now so I can project that into the future in the, the decisions that I have to take to build my own path later on. Definitely, you've learned a lot of competencies and maybe discovered new talents along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'm still working on the, what I would like to do. Um, but it's it's been, I'll say, a fun journey because it has made me go out of my comfort zone a little bit and even not only in the bigger picture as in what type of job I would like to have but also like you know do I like do I like to dress the way I like to dress because how I grew up or because I didn't have another choice growing up so also those little things that come with one's personality have been things that I've been thinking about Now, now that I've realized that basically everything is up to me and the opportunities are endless. Yes, and and discovering oneself, I mean, it opens the door to re-questioning a lot of aspects of who you are and probably Definitely. being out of your comfort zone, as you say. No, though Canada, you've been quite used to living in Canada, so it may become your comfort zone in some, to some extent. And but it, yeah. it enlarges your perspective, and but it can be frightening in in one way because uh, it questions who you are in the end, much more than if you had stayed in your own place in your own country. 
probably. For sure, I agree. I feel that something that I will say you experience as a young immigrant is that you, once you get to another place and you start building your life there, there is a moment where you stop, either life makes you stop somehow or you decide to stop and you start thinking about all the things you grew up with. So your beliefs, your customs, your even your own personality. And then you start kind of like unpacking all those things and saying like, okay, do I want to keep carrying these or do I just want to leave it behind? Um, and I think that personally has been the most interesting part of immigrating in general is realizing that you don't have to still be the same person that you grew up being. You can be whoever you want. And, well, it's accepting yourself as a new person in some way and keeping what you find important, your values, beliefs, as you said, and leaving aside what you don't need anymore to grow as a person. Yes, correct. <laughs> and so what's adding next in your life? I mean, do you have any plans, any passion you'd like to, to develop and maybe make it a living? At the moment, I don't know. I'm still working on that. It's not a problem. <laughs> Something that has helped me lately uh, for not feeling so anxious about the future is kind of just enjoying the day, the everyday, and taking it one day at a time, uh, just because it can be very overwhelming. Um, thinking about long term, thinking about that everything you do in the everyday is long term could make make someone feel very anxious so I think as for now it's just enjoying being here even with the current situation of the world uh, taking some time to see what's around in Canada in the places that I haven't been to and I'll say that that's it I'm still trying to find my passion and I think it will take a little bit more time but that's okay I'm sure maybe this country you could find maybe different sources of inspiration which could help you to develop yourself, I mean, in the future. Who knows? Yes, for sure. Uh, something that I'll say I really like about this city um, to that point is that I feel that no matter who you are or what type of person you are, you will find places and people that match your interests um, like there is a place for for people with any type of interest so if you like art if you like music if you're like finance if you like there is there is spaces for everyone and I think that's something that is very nice about uh, Toronto that's great And I still have a recurring question I like to ask to women I interview. What advice would you like to give to other young women that could trigger their decision to move abroad? I mean, any tips, things to do or not to do? Something that I wish I would have done before I came was to research more about the field that I wanted to be in, advertising. I feel I took that decision a little bit lightly, like I want I like the field 
so I went for it, but I didn't I didn't research like salaries or like opportunities to grow, how hard it is. And now with um, us being at home and on our computers all the time, there are so many resources in regards to um, jobs. So I'll say that one first. And then something that I would like to say to women that don't know if they should immigrate or not, um, I will say this is a wonderful experience. And it will definitely help you find yourself if you haven't already. Mm, that's great. Do you understand that sometimes they can be fearful? They are afraid of taking the leap. Yes, it could be very scary. Mostly if your situation, it's a little bit contradictory because I think that the it gets scarier if your situation back home is very comfortable although it should be the opposite if it's very comfortable you shouldn't be as scared because you know you can go back home anytime but I feel it's the opposite because that means you will have to leave all the comfort behind and go into the unknown which is immigrating because you don't know what could happen how could, if you will like it if it will be hard and I think for everyone it's hard being away from your family being away from um, the people that you met your whole that you known your whole life could be very scary, but I don't think there is a I don't think there is an experience that can match immigrating. It's something that needs so much courage and needs also so much work for from yourself to actually make the most out of it. So. If you're doubting on immigrating, I'll say, take the leap. You can do it. It's hard, but it's definitely worth it. And, and you're living here with a life partner, I think. You're not living alone. Um, no, that's correct. Um, I've been living with him for um, eight months now, I think. We met three years ago, almost. And it's been great to have someone to share with. He's he's not from where I um, I'm from, so I feel it's also nice to see other culture and learn about other culture while you live in a different country. So I'm from I'm from Colombia. He's from France, and we live in Canada. So there is a lot of shared cultural cultural knowledge. I'll say. Um, and customs that we share with each other. So it's very interesting. Did it change the vision you have on Canada? The fact that you're living with, with a life partner and this life partner comes from a different cultural background. Does it change your perspective and your vision on Canada? Um, I would say it changes not my vision on Canada, but the way I experience um, the country um, so for example now we want to travel together and see other places and it's also given me a chance to not only realize that there is Colombia and Canada but there is also Europe and that's something that I've never experienced and I still would like to so I feel that it doesn't change my perspective here where I'm currently but also the future and making me realize that there is still so much to, to see and to experience. 
you're open the door for the future. Hopefully, you'll be able to travel to Europe as soon as COVID. Well, 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 we see the, the end of the tunnel coming. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for your sharing of experience. But if you had to do it again, would you make the same decisions? Yes, 100%. 100%. So great. <laughs> yeah. That's the last word for the interview. Thank you very much for sharing your experience. I found it really rich and, and it, I think a source of inspiration for others, hopefully. I wish you good luck for the future and your self-learning process. Wishing you beautiful discoveries in, in Canada and, and if you hope in, in Europe too. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for inviting me here. Hopefully, um, this will be helpful for whoever is listening to take the leap and and get out of their comfort zone and take the chance to immigrate. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, Camila. Thank you for following us in this episode. Because an international experience can awaken incentives and reveal new aspects in women's identities, Women Abroad is the podcast that appeals to young women everywhere. Did you like this episode? Like it and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify or Google Podcast and share it with your friends. You can also rate us and review us. Would you like to share your experience abroad? Whether you are a student, an early career woman or a more experienced professional, contact me on my page women underscore abroad underscore on Instagram and Women Abroad on Facebook. You can also listen to the episodes on my website women-abroad-coaching.com. I wish you a great day and a bright life. Talk to you soon!